Hey, hey, how can I help you? Oh, hey, dude. Uh, I was just wondering if you have, like, this totally amazing pizza. It's like a, I don't know, like a custom job. I was just wondering if you got, like, a pizza that had, like, uh, four cheeses, fish bones, a tin can, uh-huh. uh, some uh-huh. anchovies, like a, like a chewed uh-huh. rubber ball. You know, I'm not sure exactly what you're looking for, but I I think I have something that that you'll you'll be interested oh, okay. in. Give me, okay, okay, because I need while. like four of those and maybe a few for my brothers. Oh. oh boy! All right, well they're in the back, and the basement's got a little flood going on. I'm gonna have to go get them. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> oh, oh man! man. Oh, it's oh, right behind the seaweed. Ah, oh, it's oh, so it's weird. weird. Flashy, Flashy and red? red. Oh, I, I could totally, totally use this, but if only I could just get past that. Ah, I just gotta get to that. Ah! Just a little more. Ah, got it. Ah, it feels so much better. But where'd the pizza go? Where'd the pizza go? Ah, I gotta take it up there. The customer's always right, even if they are some kind of weird hunchback, four foot, six foot something. Wearing a trench coat. Why was he green? Ah, I'm just gonna take this seaweed anyway. Ah! Ah! Gamer needs food badly. Let's go! Kitchen with Game Connoisseur Mike King and Chef Brandon Boswell for another tasty morsel of a review. And today's entree is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> otherwise known as TMNT. Oh man, I had this. Yeah, and like, oh, I just love all the different culture, uh, all the different cultural names for them. Oh, which I had. Oh, like up. the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. As they are known in Europe. Yes, for the Europe, yeah, and the the Japanese legend, legend of the radical turtles. <laughs> oh, uh, roughly translated. I, I remember but. seeing them on the French. Ta- I remember hearing that uh, that introduction song on the French channels we have in in Ontario. So it's like yeah. talk to ninja, talk to ninja. What? That's yeah, hilarious. it was on the Quebec channels. Talk to ninja, da 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 da. I forget. So what is attention. what is talk to? Hmm? What is talk to? Teenage? Talk to. Turtle. Oh, is it Japanese that they're doing a thing? Oh, tattoo. Ah. Tattoo. I mean, you've made tattoo pie, so Yeah, your your French accent is a little sad. 
That's all I have to say about that. Tell, 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 one tell the ladies out there, I may not be able to speak French, but I kiss it fluently. So, you know, there's that. I'm sure, I'm sure that's accurate. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, so enough <laughs> fluffing my okay Cupid profile. <laughs> Attaboy. Hey, don't let don't let your heart hold you down, Mike. I'll I'll try. So, the game on the plate is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the NES game, which came out in 1987. Um, the original. Yes, this one was very unique in that it had the turtles in their mirage. Oh, I'm sorry, it came out in 1989. Stupid me. But the thing is, is that even though this came out after the uh, the 87 cartoon, they have the Mirage-style yeah. cover for the uh, NES cartridge. Mirage-style? Yes, they're, well, the that? Mirage comics is where they uh, first launched. Oh. Where they had the red oh, masks. I see. They all had red yeah. masks. I see what you're saying. But in the game... Speaking of weird turtle art... Oh, man. I'm seeing a connection. The Illuminati is confirmed, Mike. Oh, oh shit. Oh, all right. We're back on Conspiracy Corner. Conspiracy Corner, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to that later, but keep going with your thing. Okay, so the original uh, Mirage comics had the turtles all wearing the same color bandana. And only right. in the, I guess in the cartoon series, they decided, you know what? If they're not wielding a weapon, how the fuck do we tell these people apart? So... They need some personality, right? Well, also, again, if they're not talking and they're not holding a weapon, who the hell am I looking at? So they decided to, you know, color their bandanas, which was a good choice. But, however, in the game, because of color limitations, you see the introduction screen with the turtles and Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello, but their stomachs are the same color. As their bandanas. So, Raphael... Yeah, it's just the same thing. Raphael's got a red stomach. Donatello's got a purple stomach. Michelangelo's the only one that looks normal, because turtles are supposed to have, like, a orangish-brown carapace. Yeah. Leonardo's got a case of blue shells, so... You know, hopefully he'll That's... get a lady to take care of that. Well, he's uh, on a mission to save... April and Neil, right? So... And Master Splinter. Yep. So. So maybe he will get the blue ball, blue blue <laughs> shell, blue shell. He'll, Turtle. He'll slip. get some release. <laughs> some Freudian slip there. Any worse? Okay. So um, yeah. Is this now? I remember playing this game when it first came out and being uh, frustrated by the lack of direction and uh-huh. the overall difficulty. Now, did you ever have a earlier experience with it or was this your first no i did actually uh and on the the playing with fire podcast i referenced this one actually um yeah no i played this when i was a kid and frankly i I had no idea what i was trying to do i managed to by process of elimination select all of the manholes until i found the right one to continue on and then I, i like i genuinely given up on this game for years until i was uh maybe like 12 or 13, like I, I had the NES system from when I was a kid and uh, like I was like four or five playing with it 
And I remember giving up on every game except for Mario. That was the only one that I could ace. So I was like, I was so into that. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I remember when I was like 10 or 11, I picked up Ninja Turtles again because I was finally like bored of Mario. And I, I got into it, but the only thing I could do was just guess manholes and, and try to like swing sporadically through until I could find more pizza. And that is not the way to beat this game. <laughs> You got to do it methodically, like like a Castlevania. You need a plan. You need a plan. You need to just just hoard weapons is what this game is about. Hoarding weapons and scrolls and everything. You know, you, you kind of sounded like John when he goes out to the club, like just pick a manhole at random and go with it. And... <laughs> <laughs> yep, just just process of elimination. Try and try again. <laughs> Is how John's dating life goes. <laughs> this, uh, so you never did you? So you never got to? Uh, do you remember? Do you recall how far you got in your earlier attempts, or was this your first time beating Not, it? Not. Uh, this was definitely my first time beating it. Uh, earlier attempts, I I definitely didn't make it past the second level. If anything, I got like more confused by more sewers. Not just like, God damn it. <laughs> so. I do remember I, I when I first encountered uh, is it uh, you you fight Bebop first right uh, Rocksteady Rocksteady first and then Bebop in the second part with uh, like inside the house when you go down and back uh, in the first mission it's where you're on Fifth Avenue and Greenwich Village. And you uh, you fight Bebop, which is a mini boss in one of the sewers, but Rocksteady is the final boss, and that's where you see April tied yeah. up. Yeah, and you save April from that one. Yeah, that is um, when I got there again. This playthrough, I, I was reminiscent. But that's as far as I got for sure. I remember like seeing April and being like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that was why we were doing this." <laughs> And then, and then, like in in this playthrough, I was like, Jesus! I thought this was the end of the game as a child. I, I don't know why. Of all the difficulty. But, yeah, I just gave up after this. Like I, I I remember playing this now, and I was like, Huh? This is this better not be the end because I'm gonna be very upset with Mike if this is all that there is to the game. And then it turns around, and there's six other areas after that. <laughs> or, well, you know, four other areas after that. Yeah, the, it turns out that the. Uh... Getting rid of the, uh, the 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 bombs in the dam—that was just a warm-up. <laughs> yeah, that that is just stress. I cannot believe that. And uh, actually, angry video game nerd has a video about how stressful this game actually ranks up. Like um, I just watched it the other day, and I can't remember what actually the Ninja Turtles ranked at, but he had a special special comment slash mention for the. The seaweed section and how particular it is i just took to the saving one of my my turtles to full health and then just cannonballing through <laughs> it all and that was just my plan just get to the other side there's got to be pizza eventually <laughs> there's gotta be a pizza after we gotta yep, make it, it through the dam maybe that's just my ever vigilant uh uh optimism slash cooking <laughs> fucking <laughs> fanaticism. It's, it's that stoner optimism. But, There's always yeah. going to be another pizza. It's that Michelangelo outlook on the thing. By the way, excellent Michael, Michelangelo 
uh, impression from you. You did a killer job. Righteous. If only I could have been Michelangelo and the chef, but I just don't have the acting chops. <laughs> so you, you definitely uh, handled that perfectly. But yeah, um, this time around, I just found it much more. Uh, it was a lot like Castlevania. Frankly, coming off of coming off of that, I learned that I have to be more methodical. And with the the help that I got from you, Mike, being the uh, the game connoisseur that you are. I managed to find some scrolls. I, I hoarded them away on one. I hoarded them away on Michael, Michelangelo, actually, and uh, kept him stocked with them. I had 70 by the end, I believe. And then uh, took down Shredder. The Mouser was a pain because I accidentally lost Donatello shortly beforehand. So that was a whole situation. But uh, I managed to take him out with... Uh, uh, I'm having a stroke. Might have been Leo. Who's got the sword? Donatello is really the guy to take out the mouser, though, because he can just swipe up, and he'll just put yeah. that light bulb in his mouth. Yeah, and what the hell is that thing, actually? The mouser. Is it a mouse? Is it a giant bird rat? <laughs> so, I guess you weren't a fan of the uh, the original Ninja Turtles cartoon, then. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see it. It was past... Past uh, air date when I was a wee one, uh, and then and no, no, by the time they <laughs> just a perfect nexus of it wasn't in syndication and there was no internet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about the uh, the twenty the two thousand and shit two three series? I definitely caught some of the newer series. Um, I didn't really follow it, but I definitely in my cartoon watching into my late teens and early adulthood, I definitely have a. Uh, Witnessed a few of the uh, later renditions of the turtles. Oh, I so. love the Nickelodeon series. If you've heard, you've yeah. heard me on, on the Playing with Power podcast singing oh. its praises, oh. but that's oh, because yeah. it references the old eighty-seven, the eighty-seven cartoon. It references the two thousand and three cartoon. It even references this very game because there's this beautiful scene where the turtles are in the spaceship and they visit this this giant aquatic nebula. And the ship is, is sailing through it. And even Raphael's like, hey, watch out for that red seaweed. <laughs> That's amazing. And the captain of the ship, who, by the way, is voiced by Doctor Who. What? Which one? Uh, the 10th Doctor, uh, David Tennant. I was going to say Tennant. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, he's, <laughs> and as he's the captain of the ship, he goes... Don't worry, I'll have us out of here in 2 minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> that's amazing. That's too long, though. No, that's 2 minutes and 27 seconds. That's how long you have on the clock. What? I thought it was 2 minutes 20. 2 minutes 20, 2 minutes 20 seconds. Oh, maybe I was thinking 27 instead of 20 seconds. But he definitely yeah. says I'll have us out of here in 2 minutes and 20 seconds. Like, he specifies that's the amazing. amount of time you have left, so... <laughs> That's fantastic. It is an absolute direct reference homage to this game. So that's love... why the Nickelodeon series is so fucking good. It's not just cute with Donatello having a crush on April, and it's not just great because of the animation. It's, you know, the fact that they constantly remember the old stuff, as well as having that episode where they meet the 87 Turtles and they have Krang, the original Krang, meeting the other Krang. And it explains like how these 
two different cranks can exist and what crank's deal is. Like we finally explain huh. how, how crank came to Dimension X. And it's just like so many beautiful answers given. This is just a it's a great series and it references this great game. That's amazing. I think you've definitely convinced me to to, to take a little sample of the show to go along with the games while oh. we're playing the rest of the series. Yeah, do yourself a favor, just start from the beginning. Even in the first episode, like there was this the reason I got onto it was because I just saw this uh website and it just says like 27 reasons why you need to watch the new Ninja Turtle series. And it was after just the first episode aired. And there's only 22 oh. minutes, which means that there's more than one reason per minute A to minute. love this. Jesus, that's fantastic. Oh, man. And I love that all this can stem from a game that has so many questions that you and I asked after playing it. Like, <laughs> thank, thank, so thank many God, questions. Thank looking, God the Nickelodeon, looking at the, the Nickelodeon series is based off the Turtles' property, not this game, because yeah, it would not the it game would be because that was messed up. Well, hey, I mean, actually, if there was anybody who was going to make sense of this game, maybe the Nickelodeon guys could could put their they would in. You know, they would try and they would come up with something good. The questions that you and I had would have paled in comparison if I had actually read the Wikipedia that I'm now reading uh, in front of me, um, because this is a mind blower. Did you know that we were on a mission to retrieve the life transformer gun from Shredder <laughs> at any point in time? Because that is a device that can restore Sensei Splinter back to his human form. Thus ending the entire Turtles trilogy. Is it possible even that this uh, game exists in a slightly parallel Turtles universe? It would have to because it wouldn't make sense. Otherwise, all the other Turtle games would be like, Hey, Master Oroku, hey, Master Hamato Yoshi, because you're no longer Splinter. Yeah, because you're no longer Splinter, right? That, that's, ooh. Are we on to something? I think they do. I think we've uh, I think we found Teenage some. Mutant Conspiracy confirmed. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Conspiracy confirmed. <laughs> oh boy. Conspiracy in a half shell. Jet fuel doesn't melt half shells. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, is it also a conspiracy that all of the turtles are named after famous artists. <laughs> it's not a conspiracy. Whoa! In the first episode, Master Splinter. You don't know Master that. Master Splinter explains in the first episode. Please, please give us a recap on that because I, I was aware. I was only, I was only nitpicking. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> fishing movie, for conspiracies. Yeah, in the movie and in the '87 cartoon, when the April meets the turtles, she, he, Master Splinter explains that he uh, he enjoyed the Renaissance artists. And that's why he named the four turtles after them. You know who else enjoyed the Renaissance artists? Painting groupies? The Illuminati. Uh, Confirmed. That's where they hide all their messages. Yep. Yep. Their message to the young teens to always love pizza, be diligent in your homework, be buff. Obey, consume. <laughs> yeah. Supplicate. Yeah. I was trying to make this into a heartwarming. Well, message, it's the Illuminati. But... I mean, like, I didn't think there was the Care Bears. Yeah. I was trying to give your childhood some some warmth, Mike. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just too jaded in my in my years. 
Jade, unlike the turtles' bellies in this, <laughs> because they are anything but me. <laughs> good call. Uh, good call. Yep. And this came out on several systems. It came out on the Arcade Play 10 choice, which uh, basically was a Nintendo arcade machine. The Amiga, yeah. the Armstrad CPC, which really sounds like a ballistic missile than a console. <laughs> sounds like something that should have Stark written on the side. <laughs> it does. The, the Commodore, the Commodore 64, the, Z, the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> And, of course, on the Wii Virtual Console, because, you know, why should kids today not experience our frustration and pain? Right. Now, we were talking about the similarities to Castlevania, mostly in the uh, enemy the, the enemy spawn of hell. Yeah. And that's because yeah, this game was that. also developed by Konami. Oh, The same people behind Castlevania, I... so... Totally didn't notice the giant glaring icons all over the page in the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there's none on the title. Yeah, so that tells us that they come up with this enemy spawning engine of frustration and grueling pain, and after which I frankly love. I'm totally into it. Well, now. yeah, they 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 realize that Castlevania, Vampire Killer, Castlevania Two, they still have gold with this shit. It's like people just love these this constant onslaught of enemies that keeps you on your toes. And yeah. this really separates the wheat from the chaff. Like the casual gamers are be like, "Yeah, it's too fucking hard. I can't clear a room." Yeah, I'm definitely a cheater. I'm totally using save states. <laughs> Fuck everybody yeah, else. You got to because let's face it, this engine oh, was man. made to cheat. The the amount of kids that must have been playing this and had autism, but were being praised in the '80s versus the kids who were playing Pokemon and had autism and were being made fun of on the playground in the '90s is just remarkable. It's a, it, was, it was a different generation back then. Yeah, those kids were just like, we are the kings. I can tell you how many coins are in that man's purse from here. <laughs> and then versus the 90s where it was just Pokemon and getting Beyblades thrown at you. Yeah, and like a lot of these enemies, they don't even they don't even fit in with the turtle cannon. Like uh like, yeah, Flame Freak, my favorite. Fire Freak. It's like this guy. He's fire this freak. guy's just on fire. He's just uh, he just is fire. Yeah. <laughs> he just is fire. Yeah, he, can generate. He, he should be. Yeah, the little flame legs. Did you did you get what those were? I didn't uh, get I what those were. I guess they were like licks of flame just coming off of them. That's what I was thinking, but they look like little ankles with like calves attached. Maybe they're know? like fire fetuses. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a possibility. And if you like didn't kill them quick enough, then they would like grow. As soon as they find some kindling. Yeah, they didn't really. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying with them growing. Um, uh, they also had the uh, fuck the boomerang guys, which doesn't make any Man. sense. Why? There's boomerangs all over the place. You find them in bats. All the fucking flying enemies. Every flying enemy. Was the worst flying enemy. <laughs> Every flying enemy. Oh my gosh! And then there's the chainsaw maniac, which the chainsaw maniac. Because yeah, yeah. you know Jason Voorhees works for the Shredder, apparently. Well, the guy's called the Shredder, so it would help if somebody in the place actually did some kind of shredding, because the Shredder didn't. He took about four seconds. The Shredder was as strong as one of the. 
the chainsaw guys. I'm like, I swear. <laughs> that's because that's because this, you found the only way to cheese him. If you did try to fight him normally, then he would wreck your shit with that with that transformation gun. Because that cuts both ways. I mean, like you can cure Master Splinter, or he can send you back to the pet shop. Oh, is that what he does? I never got hit by him. Yeah, well, that's why you're... He actually turns you into a tiny turtle? Yeah, that's why you're supposed to spam him with the scrolls so that he doesn't get the chance because shooting you once, turtle... I went in with I went in with the ninja ninja stars, actually. Fuck, you never do what you're supposed to. <laughs> I'm a non-conventional type of coach. You're a non-conformer. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I I I sincerely thought that your advice was the ninja stars. I was saying ninja stars. But now that, well, that's a weird thing to say. I think that's ethnic diversity that you're you're bringing into question. I think any any background can have a scroll mic. Jeez, why do you got to break it down like that? <laughs> or it's like I'm not gonna hit him with a friggin' anime DVD I picked up at the comic shop. <laughs> no, not that, not, my, not that ninja scroll. Yeah, my plan was uh, I kept the ninja scrolls for in case of emergencies for clearing rooms and stuff. And I think I used a couple on Shredder by coincidence or whatever. But my plan was uh, I had Leo on on the top with uh, uh, like the the three star ninja stars, and I had. Uh, um, I guess uh, Raph with oh yeah, I had Raph and Donatello with boomerangs, Michelangelo with scrolls, and and Leo with with uh, the three shuriken things. I have it all written down. I'm just an idiot who wrote it in the wrong order. Yeah, so you yeah you were asking it. before about the mousers, but we never did answer your question. The big, the oh, big yeah. mouser is just like a large variant of the other mousers, which, I don't know, you, you probably saw them. They were like the little tiny rabbits. Yeah, yeah, the little weird purple things. And uh, if you were a fan of the original 87 series, you would have seen their introduction as the creations of Baxter Stockman, who created them as mousetraps to walk around restaurants and places and just scoop up rats and catch them. Okay. But then he gets hired by the Shredder, who sends them to sniff out the turtles. Okay. I believe that. And then he gets so tra- and then can, he gets transmuted into a fly later on. Yeah. So can we can we presume that all the uh fucked up and kookamani robots that we encounter are all from Baxter? I it would be safe to assume. Baxter's a prick. Yeah, well, I think he's just making them... <laughs> That's Shred- my official diagnosis. <laughs> I don't think he's enjoying his work. I think Shredder is basically threatening to mutilate him if he doesn't. Well, man, take one for the team, you Exactly. Course. Where the hell's your respect? If you get mutilated, then nobody's making robots, and that's two problems solved. Yeah. What a loser. You know, you're, you're all heart. You're just like me. What a loser. If I could do something that would jeopardize but. the city of Ottawa, and the guy's just like... Got like a freaking guillotine in my throat. I'd be like, fuck you, man. I, I love yeah. my city. Go I, for I it. I bleed from my fucking city. <laughs> that's that's too much. <laughs> I think about the people more than I think about the, you know. But you get, you're on the right track. Let's let's give you hats off for that. I'm still dying for something, so. Yeah, yeah. Utilitarian cars. 
But. Yeah, and then we get to see Mecha Turtle, which is basically Metalhead, which was uh, yeah. I don't know why you're fighting Metalhead because he's a creation of Donatello. Yeah, and also he had the best color scheme. I'm putting that on the table. That's true. Oh no, we we haven't. Well, it's not. And then we didn't talk about. Did we talk about the dam? Uh, well, we, we talked, talked about, the about the seaweed, about the which is oh my god, this was singularly the most frustrating element. Like, I made it with just like three seconds on the last bomb. Yeah, I could. I definitely. Uh, I think you showed me a picture, and it was just one second left. So you 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 came closer to the. You really played it to, to the limit. Yeah, to, for me that one was uh, a case of. I, at first, I didn't think it could be done. I was like, "This is a not possible thing. This has to be a joke." I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. It's a battle. It's a battle see. toads turbo tunnel. It's just it can't. Yeah, be it must be a programming thing, or maybe it's supposed to be you know two minutes twenty five seconds, but the five doesn't show up and it like glitches or something. Maybe it's a because of the emulator. And when I looked it up, everybody was like, nope, you can do it. And I watched the speed runs, and some guy finishes it with, like, 45 seconds left. And I was like, you're kidding That's re- That, that guy's oh, cheating. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how well. must be using, like, a glitch I mean, thing to, like, just pass through the uh, the rocks and the walls so that you can just go over and see me. No, uh, I think, honestly, like, with the turbo controls on the emulator that I have, you can swim, and you got really all right control so i feel like if i had a proper controller that i was using and not my keyboard i might be able to like get the flow of the whole thing down but there's actually like one thing that he uses that i noticed but didn't really take advantage of and i think that's the reason why i took so long was that when you're swimming uh i think it's when you're swimming to the right there's a current and when you're swimming to the left there isn't no i think that's backwards when you're swimming to the left, there's a current that pushes against you. But when you're swimming to the right, there isn't. It's constantly pushing you from left to right. So when you swim against it... So basically, he operates all the traps, and he and he uses the current to his advantage when he comes up to like the laser beams and shit. Hmm. And that's how he does it. But, I don't know, 45 seconds is still a lot of seconds. Yeah. When that when when the when Donatello turns and looks at me and like winks and puts his thumb up and says okay, I was like, God damn, I cannot believe that. Yeah, and being a turtle, you think he could swim, right? And oh my god, how come they can't hold their breath longer? And, you know, you think Donatello would be like, actually, I just made a rebreather in my lab. Yeah, or something. And then Raphael would make a joke about why call it a rebreather if you'd only have to breathe once the first time. Man, I was thinking that. Michelangelo joke. Yeah, that's what... I was literally and, just wondering. And that's why I chose Michelangelo as my turtle, because it's the only one I can do. <laughs> I really tried to do that Raphael and Donatello one. <laughs> that's funny. It's the only one I can channel. Oddly, oddly enough, I can do the good stoner. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, if I could do the stoner and the cook, I'd do them both. Uh, someday. We'll, we'll keep pushing your skills. Yeah, we got to get my heart on my sleeve more. Yeah. 
So I, look, That's it, I was looking at Mecha Turtle, and apparently he is not Metalhead. Oh, really? Yep. It says that, uh, and and think in in the Amiga version, his flesh is purple, and I can see on the wiki his different screenshots. And then there's like some artwork, which must be in different magazines, because in the other one he looks like a, uh, he looks like that yellow exosuit that Ripley kills the alien with. Huh. But with blades for arms. That's awesome. Yeah, and it says that he is uh, mistaken for Metalhead. And his first form is often confused for Slash. Which, yeah, when I look at it, and you look at him in the Nintendo version, you think he is Slash. But yeah, no, that's two characters that he is not. That's two people that he isn't. He is his own unique character, and he's very upset that everybody keeps mistaking him for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! In the uh, in the Turtlepedia wiki, his nickname is Bogus. Uh-huh. Uh Web the Turtlepedia wiki. Oh my god! Home Earth ethnicity Turtle Mech. That's his ethnicity. Fake Turtle brother Mecha Turtle Mecha Turtle with a K. Uh, date date of huh. birth eighty nine. Date of death eighty nine. Weapon of choice, false ninja turtle disguise and abilities, turtle-seeking missiles, sword, blade, and gun hands, occupation, mock turtle, and rat napper. (laughs) That is very specific. He is an occupational mock turtle and rat napper. So his job (laughs) literally consists of stealing rats only one. And and <laughs> impersonating turtles. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> he's just like he's I want to like have from, that simple. Life. He's the guy from Taken. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I can look he like steals, you. I can look like you, and I can kidnap rats. people. I can kidnap your sensei, and I can look just like you. So don't fuck with me, or you might not know who you're fighting. <laughs> yep. Or you might accidentally punch your brother. Or yourself. <laughs> you wouldn't hit yourself, do you? And then, like, you, only, you slash at him. Only in Michelangelo's case. You slash at him. You're like, you know, if you're the type of person that would hit yourself, you've got issues. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then we got giant oh, no. frogs, which, if uh, they also showed up in the uh, in the cartoon as the punk frogs, which were mutated frogs that also took on names of generals like Genghis Khan, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes. But yes, I remember them he too. Is also unrelated to the punk frogs. Huh. Because, of course, why would anything in this game be related to the show besides Shredder, Splinter, and the other ones? Okay, so Headcanon, this is clearly just a separate universe. Yep, where uh, nothing is related just, to anything and nothing matters. It, it just happens to correspond coincidentally with it. I, 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 I would, I would venture for, for I guess uh, continuity's sake, you'd have to say that like in the many universes of the turtles, this isn't exactly the first universe, but it's definitely within the first iterations of the universes. So as all of the universes are playing out, whatever gets changed changes. 
this universe is just a little pocket universe that just starts and ends. With one adventure, and that's it. And that's it, and it just happens to be real close to the beginning, and they, the universe happens to be real parallel to many other Earths, <laughs> kind of like ours, mine and yours, but this one just happens to have four-foot turtles in it. You, you got you got a hit. eight foot turtles. Yeah, not eight foot. This isn't that Michael Bay shit. This isn't the Michael Bay shit. I just you know, <laughs> I wanted to include all the fans. Dude, you're assuming the Michael Bay movie has fans. <laughs> well, that's true. Megan Fox has fans, I guess. Yeah, I don't think anybody is a fan of watching those turtles with their friggin' outstretched necks and big veiny throats and. I, I like to imagine that they're not turtles. That they're just something different. And then it's a lot funnier. Teenage Mutant Ninja Tortoises? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Is that a thing? Yes, a tortoise is a thing. No, not is a tortoise a thing. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to uh, the podcast at hand. Yeah. We're getting a little sidetracked, so... It does. It is reminiscent of the uh, the comics. So you know, you do get a little bit of fan fulfillment, and you do. I think this is like the only time where you actually get to take on the Technodrome itself, albeit it's a little smaller than it should be. But I guess that's only due to screen limitations for the uh, for the NES chip. Yeah, because on the Super Nintendo, you can fight multi-screen enemies. Oh, really? Well, I mean, not, oh, really. I'm, well, if yeah. you're, uh, you played uh, Super Metroid. Oh, yeah. When you fight Kraid, he shows up as, like, a little guy. You blast him. Then you go into the next room, and then, like, the big. wall starts shaking. You're like, Yeah. And you're just like, oh, fuck, this guy's, like, three screens tall. Shit. So, I mean, like, if there was a a, a high-def remake of this, you wouldn't be fighting, like, an egg-shaped tank like you do in the game which was i have to say which yeah. was a, a fun part like i really enjoyed this battle because of all the numerous like i i like things where you can like take apart an enemy piece by piece yeah yeah I agree it, it's with just that. like if you cannot defeat your enemy only defeat his arm then defeat his <laughs> other arm then defeat his leg yeah exactly so I had a blast with this. Was there any bosses you enjoyed or uh, hated? Um, is the seaweed a boss? <laughs> <laughs> Given its difficulty and capacity for murder, we'll say yes. I think it could be, frankly. Like, what is the criteria of a boss? Yeah, it's it's one hive mind. All so. the roots are connected. Yep, I'm gonna go with mycelia for the answer. <laughs> um. No, I thoroughly enjoyed um, the mouser was a bit of a pain in the ass. I had to take on I had to take it on with Leo, so I didn't have the luxury of cheating like everybody else who uses the long reach of of Dom's staff. Um, but uh, what was it? The techno drum was fun. The mouser was fun. Shredder was a little disappointing, but that's because you, that's we, been... we fought him with like hoarded weapons. If you came out of yeah. and exhausted after that fucking corridor of hell that lives yeah, in the that's, Technodrome. That's very true. How long that's... did it take you to get past that? Uh, actually, uh, something that I forgot to bring up was that this game actually, when I was replaying it, put me off for about 
I don't know, what would you say, Mike, like a week or, or more even, that I, I just stopped playing it and <laughs> just hadn't played it again for a while. I, uh, I actually started playing this, to give a little background information, first for like the nostalgia, and then uh, Mike and I were talking about doing the podcast, and then I played Castlevania, finished that, and then played this some more for the podcast, and then stopped for a while, and then Mike had to kind of prod me in the kidneys to go beat it some more. <laughs> and that was when I had to actually deal with uh, getting through the... Like, my, my real adventure started with getting through the electrical seaweed, is what it comes yeah, down to. I, I had to use a makeshift cattle prod, which was just like an old person's cane with a bit of seaweed draped over the end. <laughs> and I poke them with yeah. it. <laughs> ah, fuck. Ah, goddamn stupid seaweed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. we look at the, uh, like, if we talk uh, substitutions, like, we've seen Castlevania, which plays out very much like this. Yep. Like, with uh, barely, barely spaced out power ups. And you got to. Uh, I think the power ups were were more frequent with this. Uh, a little bit iteration. A little bit, but you got to have yeah. a plan and hoard them properly. Otherwise, you'll just keep losing and starting off with a small amount. Yeah. And it's the same uh, enemy storm engine because it's still Konami. So. You know, you play, like, you could swap out Castlevania for Turtles and get pretty much the same frustrating experience that you can eventually push through and feel like a friggin' superhero. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know that this is literally impossible because of the day and age that we live in, but I wonder if there was any way that we could find out the name of the engine that this actually is running on. Hmm. Don't look it up, that's cheating. Well, like, if any of our fans... Can save us a there, Google. There you go. That's that's where I was fishing. <laughs> it's impossible for us to look it up because it's literally cheating. But if there is any other way in this day and age that we could somehow get information without us having to like do it, we put in enough effort. <laughs> you know, you know, and that way, a little fan participation. I don't know. Maybe I'm dreaming. Well, we I, we're well, we're here on the wiki, which is a very nice treasure trove of information. We it actually is. I'm enjoying it as well. <laughs> it says this was the first licensed game to appear on the North American and European virtual Wii consoles. And also, it is no longer available due to an expired license and Nickelodeon's acquisition of the franchise. Huh. So Interesting. I gotta give it up to Nickelodeon. They found a way to really beat the game by making sure nobody can play it. Yeah, that's that's pretty <laughs> definitive. They're just like, well, seeing how it ends the the universe, we're just gonna take it all up and wrap it up and put it over here. Didn't happen. Yep. What? That's actually what console. Yeah. What? What early launch pad that took our our tiny little specter, tiny little speck of a plot, and made it amazing so that kids everywhere could enjoy it, and eventually be reclaimed and milked for years for cash. Yeah, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so the reception says that the NES version sold extremely well during its release, selling roughly 4 million copies, which would make it the one of the best-selling NES games that wasn't directly made by Nintendo. Wow. 
and various oh yeah and <laughs> the uh oh my gosh there were parts of this it says various computer conversions were rushed out in time for that christmas season but they did not fare as well usually when nintendo does a uh a port of a game it doesn't come out that great this time it was the computers that tried to do a port of this game and fucking failed and huh. part of this stems from a porting error that creates an impossible jump during a sewer level that's fantastic so for the amiga it is yep yep it says uh it was ported to the Commodore 64, the ZS Spectrum, and the Amiga. The MS-DOS version contains an impossible jump during the third level. So, you just can't beat that shit. And Are they sure it's an impossible jump and not just like a, you gotta walk over this tiny gap instead of trying to jump it, it because you keep hitting your head off the roof? <laughs> if these people are trying, if these people made the effort of putting it up here, I'd say that it is actually... They must have tried it. Yeah, they must have tried it, broke apart the code, and be like... Come on, fuck, look at this. <laughs> All right, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt because they have more ability to do that than I do. Yeah, they they run a wiki, so obviously their research is more solid than ours could ever be. And the game received Nintendo Power's 89 Game of the Year Award, which, if you listen to the Playing With Power podcast earlier episodes, you'd know that. Yep. And that is true because we talked about it. That's accurate. It says, however, Nintendo Life's review on the game was not positive, giving it only a 3 out of 10. What is Nintendo Life? Uh, it's not Nintendo Power. That's right, it isn't. But if we run out of issues, then I'm pretty sure we can look up this. <laughs> we can succubus some of their sweet, sweet Nintendo fandom. Uh, I'm look. I'm looking at it now. Nintendo Life. It looks just like like an IGN website. Okay. Oh my gosh, they actually put this up on the Nintendo website. Uh, James Farr doing his Force Awakens mashup. Now, I, I guess you never heard of James Farr and his cartoons. Nope. Okay. <laughs> not not blown away by that. Who is James Farr? Okay, he does fantastic. Teaching. He does fantastic mashups. Pop culture mashups. Okay. And if you look up on YouTube, you can look up uh, Super Smash Wars, which is Star Wars with all the characters from Smash Brothers, as well as the Wii Avengers, which again what? is it's Princess Peach as Black Widow, Mario as Iron Man, and they also did uh, Super Mario Busters. Which was yeah. Mario and Peach and Luigi and Yoshi as Ghostbusters. Oh, man. And it has a fantastic scene where the Princess Peach opens the door. And she's like, are you the key master? But the princess, it's a me. I'm sorry, Mario. But your princess is in another castle. Nice. Yeah, so Brenda's going to be checking that out. Before he goes to bed tonight. <laughs> yeah, so his latest mashup, which is uh, the Triforce Awakens, is up here. And we get to see, if you just go to NintendoLeft.com right now, right next to the picture of the skunk, and I don't even know why a skunk is there, but you will see this awesome Stormtrooper or First Order Trooper 
Uh, if you remember when uh, the black guy was fighting that stormtrooper who called him a traitor, and he came after him with that glorious police baton. Yeah. Because you know, police on black cruelty exist even on the even in even, even in, the in a far long away. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Far, far away. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here that same stormtrooper's there, but he's obviously got a uh, a beak like a Koopa Troopa, uh. and his and his baton is a wart pipe. Uh, by the, the way, that and the, uh, and the black guy, he's fighting him with a lightsaber, which is the master sword from Zelda. So this guy, and this is a cartoon. This isn't a picture. This is a fucking cartoon. You can watch this happen. This guy, James Far, uh, his praise, his YouTube channel, I believe, is called Far From Home with Two R's. And check out his mashup. He even did one, but it got taken down for copyright reasons. But you can find it. It's called Transformers. With uh, a little kid voiced by his own son, who's uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, and he turns f- and he transforms into Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime, and he fights Megatron. I get it. <laughs> and I've seen these That's cartoons, amazing. and they're fucking amazing. Like they're definitely check out James Farr's awesome Nintendo Star Wars and Force Awakens mashup. The Triforce Awakens. I get it. You can find that on YouTube. Nice. So then we see a 1990 Konami release an arcade game, also called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and this was a good yes. one because it, it was ported to the NES as Ninja Turtles 2: The Arcade Game, even though it wasn't a true sequel to the TMNT game because a sequel can't exist because Master because Sh- the Shredder is dead and yeah, Splinter's, been dead. Tra- Splinter's been transformed. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, you killed the Shredder. Mild stroke. Yeah, yeah, I did. You killed the Shredder. It happened in a blink of an eye. I totally forgot that it happened. You've destroyed the Technodrome. You've murdered Orokusaki. Why is he shirtless? Is that weird? Was your Shredder shirtless? No, I'm looking at a screenshot where you fight him, and he's definitely got a a red chest plate, which is not like the cartoon at all. Yeah, he only looks shirtless. Is it like? Pale? Am I imagining that right, or did I just have like a weird dream? <laughs> no, I can send you the screenshot right now. And that guy. My it, internet is doing all I kinds of. I can't send laggy. you the screenshot. It's not working. But you get to see Shredder. He's got that colander on his head. And then you got like a lobster claw going on. He doesn't even have like a silver hand for his blades. So the color scheming on him's not uh, not really up to par. And again, Shredder doesn't have like a red chest plate. So I can understand why you thought he was shirtless. Like you'd have to see him standing still only to realize, no, he just has like purple arms and a very strong pink, purple, red chest plate. Huh. And no, uh, like a purple blade instead of, you know, a silver blade. Which, as we all know, the Shredder has those blades on his arms. Yeah. So, like, that's why we got the Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, because Ninja Turtles ended the series. Everything was done. Yeah. And so the second game had the more cartoony look, stronger ties to the TV series, more straightforward gameplay, which I remember was good. And for the arcade version, you could play all four turtles simultaneously, but they didn't have the multi-tap at the time, or they just didn't think to add that compatibility. So you only get two players for the NES version. 
Huh. Hey, I found something that's a thing. <laughs> uh, when you look in the uh, on the Turtlespedia and you're looking at the action figures, the 1990 series Shredder action figure, if it'll ever load, come on. Racism. <laughs> Try harder. My okay. poor little laptop is trying so hard. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to go back so I can see the small version. The big version is not going to work. Yeah, the small version has got him with the red chest plate. Or like the the 1990 release action figure has got him with the red chest plate. He's oh, got Oh, I see. Slice and dice. A slice and yeah. dice shredder. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and they followed it up with the uh, Super Shredder from the Turtles movie. Yeah, right after that. Toon Shredder, Mutant Shredder. Why does Mutant Shredder look like the most normal of all the Shredders? I know, he looks like a Japanese daimyo. Yeah, he looks like respectable. I would genuinely like look at that guy in the street and be like, hey. Hey, dude. Keeping it real. Hey, keeping it real. That's all I would say to him, and he would be very offended because that's not... <laughs> that is not bueno. I I tried to come onto to this page to find a better picture of uh, the sprite version of Shredder, but I couldn't. But are you there? Oh Did yeah. That oh, oh my! It got <laughs> quiet. You were listening to the last episode of the Playing with Fire podcast, where, Mike, <laughs> where Mike's poor eating habits finally catch up to him on air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, it's all that terrible sewer pizza and and wall meat. Well, what about you for any substitutions? Oh, substitutions. Well, uh, I would play any other Turtles game than this. It's what? It's a game, and it's fun, <laughs> but also equally frustrating. And just the, the red seaweed level is awful. And you try playing the military base without a map. I did that. And how many, how many <laughs> I, days did it take? The military base took the least amount of time, frankly. You have to go through like eighteen sewers to get to the, to get to the end. Yeah, I just hustled. By the time that, uh, like you you told me about like hoarding the weapons and stuff, actually, I think I I lost Dom, and I was trying to get him back, and I was like, well, I hope he comes back. In the next, like, two sewers, because I'm about to leave here. And I remember you didn't mention anything to me, and I was kind of like, oh, no. And I thought about looking it up, and then you were like, yeah, there's maps. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> Those maps <laughs> and tell I said you where you're supposed to go so that you can rescue your hostage turtles. No, because my, my when I found him, he was in the next, next stage, whatever huh. comes after that, that oh, I can't remember. Lucky and I you. found him by accident, yeah. So, that happened. But whatever the next stage is. Oh, when it's like, oh, are you talking about the military base, like, where it's, like, all black outside? Yeah. And there's, like, the choppers? Or are you talking about the military base where it's, like, yeah. a landing strip and there's, like, the airplanes black. and stuff? Black. Oh. Because it's so freaking hard to see. Yeah, that place was kind of a pain in the ass, but I didn't really need need the map for that either. But the other, the place before that where you're, like, walking around and... When you're in the map mode, the airplanes come by and like randomly bomb you. <laughs> that yeah. place was kind of a pain in the ass, but yeah. So my solution, I would just be playing. Uh, well, any for the, game for the NES, I would play Turtles Three: The Manhattan Project. 
Yeah. Or Turtles 2, the arcade game, both fun. Uh, but if I could play like the ultimate game, it would be number four, Turtles in Time. Okay. I will definitely have to take a look at those. I'm presently... Excellent, excellent use of the Mode 7 chip on the uh, on the Super Nintendo, especially because you can throw... Oh, that's one of the coolest things, is you can throw the foot soldiers at the screen. Huh. And, you can, and you can see it crack. That's amazing. I'm going to have to definitely check that out. But, uh, yeah, for me, you know already that I'm, I'm sneakfully taste-testing um, the arcade... Ninja Turtles arcade game. So I'm getting that into my system as we speak. Uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't have any um, substitutions per se. Nothing really is going to hit the spot the same way. The nostalgia from the Turtles and just the difficulty from the, from the Konami engines really come together to create one universe that can only exist for a brief amount of time. Yeah, what would, uh, so what food item would you describe, would you allude this to? Turtle soup. Nailed it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, honestly, uh, well, to, uh, to be honest, when I was playing this game, I didn't have a lot of um, food inspiration coming to mind. It just kind of took me back to, like, almost being a young pup and just having, like, simple things and just, like, grilled cheese and tomato soup and, like, almost, like, rainy day kind of comfort food, I guess, in a way. And yeah, and that's like I think I'm gonna enjoy that idea for the rest of this uh, turtles endeavor that we've got going on because I don't know it just it just takes me back to the not even because I played the game either like this just takes me back to wanting to play the game and now as an adult fulfilling that that like want <laughs> it's so <laughs> terrible but you know it's cool. I, I thoroughly enjoy learning about it, really, because I, I don't really have a lot of memories with the, with any of the franchise. So, yeah, and I think that wraps up this one. And Perfect. Next week we dine on human flesh. Human flesh. Let's do it. But until then, the kitchen is closed. I thought you were going to tell him it was No, we don't give a name. We just give a hint. Well, you've ruined everything, Mike. Now we're done. <laughs> we're done t- forever. <laughs> okay. It's all over. Leave it in. That's it's a, all that's over. That's a outtake. <laughs> that's our... <laughs> the end of the show. Two episodes in, and it's It's over. Apart. It's terrible. <laughs> And you're back in the kitchen with game reviewer Mike King. You're a, you're game, a game connoisseur. connoisseur. What did I say? Yeah, you said you game, game reviewer. reviewer. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't take, take away, away from, from, from what, what you, you are. are. <laughs>